Hello there, my name is Peretir and I am playing Arkham Horror, the card game. Now, I've uh, been playing Arkham Horror since it came out. I think I bought the core set on the day of release back in 2016. Um, and I've been playing on and off ever since, uh, and it's a game I really, really enjoy. I mostly play it solo at the moment because I'm recording this under one of the many lockdowns we've had in 2020. But I have also played it quite a lot, uh, two and three player with friends. So um, why am I playing this and why am I recording this? Well, um, an online friend who calls himself Brownloaf has uh, been recording recently um, video playthroughs of Arkham on YouTube under the Dumb Luck channel. And um, what he does is he takes uh, chaos decks from Arkham DB and plays with those. A chaos deck is where you randomly get the computer to identify a deck for you, so it builds a deck for you according to the deck building restrictions of an investigator, but otherwise you have no idea what you're getting. And I enjoy watching Brownlove play them. It's interesting to see uh, what can be done and sometimes can't be done with, frankly, some quite janky decks, uh, some quite uh, weird decks that don't have the cards that you might want or expect. But I think it's an interesting concept, and uh, in a recent video, Brownloaf laid down the gauntlet for his viewers to try the chaos dumb luck system for themselves, and he said it was a lot of fun. And uh, so I've uh, taken him up on his uh, gauntlet, and I've decided to uh, play Ashkan Pete. So uh, I created a chaos deck. I uh, stuck with what was given me. I didn't. I didn't have a do-over. I didn't have a mulligan. This is the deck that the Arkham DB website gave me, and that's what I'm playing. And the scenario I'm going to play through is the first scenario in the Innsmouth Conspiracy uh, campaign that's been recently released, which is the Pit of Despair. Now, I've got a couple of uh, caveats before we start. Um, I have never played as Ashkan Pete as far as I can remember. It's possible that I may have played him one-off at some point, but I don't think so. So um, I'm piloting for the first time. I've always thought he's an interesting investigator. I've just had other investigators I want to try before him. I thought this is a good way of trying. Is it a good way? It's probably not a good way to first have a playthrough with an investigator as a chaos deck, is it? But we'll see. Um, I have heard that Pete is relatively good solo, and not every investigator is. So, uh, yeah, it'll be a fun adventure. And the second caveat is that um, I've played the Pit of Despair three times now, all solo, once with Trish and twice with Nathaniel. Um, and I've failed twice and won once, or, or breached the exit once. Um, and so I think it's a pretty punishing scenario. Um it's quite a lover of uh, unpredictability with where the locations go, um, and there's quite a lot of horror and damage being dealt. I should say at this point, whoever is listening to this, and I don't think many people will, but um, I am going to be obviously giving spoilers for the uh, Pit of Despair scenario and uh, Dashgan Pete's uh, and some various player cards. So if you, if you don't want to have that scenario spoiled, um, then stop listening, uh, and thank you for listening this far. So... Um, I'm just recording this because Brownloaf uh, asked me when I told him I was going to um, take him up on his offer, asked me for a blow-by-blow -blow account afterwards, and I thought to myself, probably the easiest thing is for me just to try and record myself playing this and narrating it um, on my own in the conservatory when there's rain and wind outside, rather than trying to, um, you know write a 3,000-word essay. I do enough writing of, of, of reports and essays and articles for my job, um, and so I'm going to try and do this. All right, so let's see how it goes. Um, I am uh, being inspired by, in, in the way that I am doing this by not only Brownloaf, but also Frank and Peter from the Drawn to the Flame podcast, particularly with their um, now joint um, Think on Your Feet series where they also record themselves playing. So um, it, 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 it cannot possibly be as easy as those three guys make it look and sound so uh good luck to me all right so i'm not going to read all the uh cards but I'll, I'll read a bit just so we get some some flavor um i do love the theme of arkham and i like building thematic decks where possible 
and I like imagining what my what my investigator is doing whilst uh, these cards are being played and these chaos tokens being pulled. So, Ashkan Pete, a drifter, has ended up waking up in a very soggy, wet tunnel uh, underground, presumably, and he's not too impressed by it. He doesn't know why he's here. He's got amnesia. Agenda 1A, Awakening. A salmon lays dead on the ground nearby, its scaly flesh just starting to rot. You can tell from the kelp and the dripping wet walls that this cavern was underwater not too long ago. How much time do you have before high tide? Uh-oh. Forced, when your turn begins, if you are at a fully flooded location, you struggle for air. When your turn ends, if you didn't enter an unflooded or partially flooded location during your turn, take five direct damage. Seven doom threshold. I misplayed and misread that rule one of the times I played, um, and some of the reason why Nathaniel died horribly, because I thought that if you... I misread it that if you end your turn at a fully flooded location, you take five damage, which is way worse. So essentially, you, 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 that shouldn't really be happening unless you're very unlucky or uh, as bad a player as I am. Uh, Act 1A, The Pit. You have awakened in a waterlogged cavern, your mind robbed of its memories, and you are not alone. No, I've got Duke, my pet dog, with me. But beyond that, whatever else lives in this cavern... It can't possibly be friendly. It's quite presumptuous of you, Pete, but there we go. You have to get out of this place and back to civilization. The clue threshold is three. Um, and one of the things that I've noticed about this scenario, or my, my view, is that I want to reveal as much of the locations as possible because running, into, running blind into an unknown location when that could easily become flooded immediately and, and cause you problems next turn don't don't really want to do that also i know that when you advance there's a, a monster coming and so i want to be prepared for that so i will get the clues as quickly as i can probably using duke um but also um i want to be in a position ready to fight or evade an enemy if it arrives um i will try and put a link to the deck in the description to this um podcast i've not done that before, so we'll see how that works. Um, but basically, uh, the five non-survivor cards in this are mostly rubbish, um, with the exception of Alyssa Graham, who's expensive but might be useful, and um, I think that uh, Liquid Courage, which I also have here, that could be quite useful. The deck itself is not awful, it's got some interesting potential combos in it. Um, uh, Ashkan Pete likes to discard cards to ready Duke and, and, and other assets. Um, and there's several cards here which work from the discard pile. Moonstone, uh, Winging It, uh, Improvised Weapon. And also I am uh, looking forward to playing some of the um, Curse Token cards. Not Curse Token, well, yeah, that, but Bless Token cards. Because I've got two copies of Keep Faith in here. And I've got a copy of the um, neutral event Tempt Fate, which also puts um, Bless and also Curse Tokens in. Um, so that, that's, that's going to be interesting, because I have not played with Bless Tokens at all, and the only times I've played with Curse Tokens is when they're terrible. All right, let's go. Okay, so we're starting in the unfamiliar chamber. It's got a shroud of three. It's got a single clue on it, and I've placed a face-down key, which is either yellow or red or purple. We're drawing the opening hand. All right, so what do we have? Moonstone. Nope. Guts. Joey the Rat Vigil. Joy. Derringer. Okay, that's fine. And Tennessee Sour Mash. Okay, well, I don't want Moonstone at this stage. Um, I've got several um, accessories in the deck. My hope is that I can get the Cherished Keepsake out early. Uh, pile horror on the Cherished Keepsake, and that gives me then the ability to um, play Moonstone at, in the end game or mid game. I don't really want Guts at this stage, do I? He's got four will. I don't have much card draw in this at all, so maybe keep that. Um, I'm not bothered about Joey. He's... I don't have enough items in the deck to make him worth it, I don't think, and he costs four, so we'll 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 discard him for now. Definitely keep the Derringer. I think I discard the Tennessee Sour Mash as well. Um, they're fine 
um, most of those cards, but I don't want them in my opening hand. Okay, so we've got uh, still got Derringer in hand, uh, so I'm redrawing Dark Prophecy, winging it. Mm. That's a weakness. That's a weakness as well. Two consecutive weaknesses, that would have been unpleasant to draw. Uh, last Chance and Unexpected Courage. Okay, well, not fabulous, but um, we'll be okay for now. I do have a newspaper in here. I really want to get the newspaper out because um, it will be nice. I mean, it would be nice to have the opening hand, but um, it'll be nice for the later game, I think, after I pass the first agenda. Okay, so we've got our opening hand. We've got Duke out in front of us. And so, so remember, I've not played with Ashkan before, so what I'm liking about Duke is that he can fight well. He's kind of got an unlimited... What one uh, forty-five automatic shot a turn essentially, or he can investigate and move after the invest before the investigation, and I think that's going to be really clutch, being able to move and investigate uh, at the same time, and hopefully I can discard stuff to um to get him ready. So, what are we going to do for the opening turn? I want that clue, so I could just investigate with Duke. Um. Do I want to get the Derringer into play? Probably. So I'm going to get the Derringer into play first. Let's just, just do that. So I'm I'm five down to three resources. Um, I have got... So winging it, I've got in my hand. So I'm tempted to discard that either this turn or next turn to ready Duke and um, have it in my discard pile ready to play from the discard pile. Um, the last chance is not going to be much use right now. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, second action exhaust Duke to... Uh, hmm. Okay, what I'm going to do is, because I said that I would try and search all these locations, I'm going to use Duke's ability to move east before investigating. So I'm going to move and uh, reveal this location. Okay, it's the underground river. It's not really the one I wanted it to be. Um, my theory here is that I, I have to pass back over the unfamiliar chamber on my way back anywhere. So um, I might as well use Duke's movement. So I'm now investigating on a four-shroud location with four. So four and four is not great. I'm going to pitch Unexpected Courage. So we're six on four. I'm using the easy bag because in the recent months, I've I frankly found that the easy bag for solo is fine for me. It's still challenging. It's just not as horrifically punishing. Um, but this bag is really, I mean, it's still pretty bad. It's got eight symbol tokens in it, plus the uh, tentacles, plus, you know, some uh, minuses. So we're six on four. Oh, that's the elder thing that's minus three. If you fail, no. So that's a fail, and Duke is exhausted. So I think final action, what I'm going to do is I'm going to dis use Pete's ability, which is discard a card from your hand as a fast action, ready an asset you control limit once per round. So I'm discarding winging it. So then I can play that in the future for one resource to um, reduce the um, shroud by one and get a two clues if I succeed, which will be great. So I ready Duke. I've got one action left. <sighs> do I stay in the underground river or do I move back? I'm going to use this ability again to investigate because I can do that. And I'm going to move back to the unfamiliar chamber. And I'm going to investigate again. So we're investigating four on three. I can't... No, I've got nothing I can commit. Okay, four on three. Elder Sign. Elder Sign plus two ready duke. Well, could have had that last time, died. Okay, right. So we get that clue and I get the key. Because there's no clues on the location. And it's the purple key. All right. Okay, so we've got one clue and one key. End of turn. Uh, in my uh, in play, I've got Duke and a Derringer. I've forgotten to put ammo in the Derringer. How much do you get? Three ammo. And uh, in hand, I've got Dark Prophecy and Last Chance. So, end of turn, I draw a card. I draw Improvised Weapon. And I gain a resource. Okay, so not a bad first turn, I suppose. Wish I'd got that uh, first clue, though. All right, so we've got... Um, one clue, sorry, one doom on the agenda, and we're drawing the Mythos card. And it is Riptide. If your location is unflooded, Riptide gets Surge. Okay, so we're surging. Um, 
and we surge into macabre memento. Revelation test will three. A cultist token automatically fails if you fail take two horror. Oh dear. Um, I could play Dark Prophecy here. I'm four on three, which is okay. But if because Pete only has five uh, sanity, I can put some on Duke. But I don't really want to. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I don't want to take horror because I know that some of the enemies give you horror. I'm going to play Dark Prophecy as a fast action. So, um, I'm going to reveal five chaos tokens. Choose one of those tokens with a uh, skull cultist tablet elder thing or auto fail symbol to to resolve and ignore the rest. Okay, so we're revealing five. I've just finished playing through the Forgotten Age with um, Jacqueline, and so I'm very used to drawing multiple tokens. It's actually quite weird to draw just one. All right, we're drawing. That's two over there. They're both symbol tokens. Two more, and this is not looking great. Uh, they're all quite bad. Um, yeah... That was probably the wrong play, wasn't it? Um, okay, well, I've, the two symbol tokens I've drawn are... Three symbol tokens are the cultist, which I don't want to uh, take, the um, elder thing, which would be minus three, or the tablet, which would be minus two. So uh, I fail, and that was a uh, probably a bad play. Um, so I fail. Uh, it, was, it was four minus two, so I was two on three there. Um, so I take two horror. I'm going to put them both on... Duke with the hope that... Uh, hmm. I'll put one on Duke and one on me. The thing is, I know I've got Liquid Courage in there somewhere, and I don't think that Liquid Courage can help allies. I can't remember now. Um, but I don't really don't need to die. So we'll go one on him and one on me. There you go. And hope that I don't have to take more horror. Okay, well that was unpleasant. Alright, so I've got very little in my hand. I've got Improvised Weapon and Last Chance. So, Improvised Weapon works best from the discard pile. And then that would leave me with just last chance in my hand, which obviously makes it um, plus five to a test. Um, okay, what we're going to do first is we're going to exhaust Duke to move and investigate west. So the um, so we've revealed, we started in the unfamiliar uh, cavern that's in the middle, and there was the underground river to the east of that, and we're moving in the opposite direction. We're going west, and we're with this is with the free move as part of the investigate action. And this is the bone-ridden pit. Oh dear! So the bone-ridden pit has one clue on it, lots of bones in it, and it's got shroud six. For each key controlled, it gets minus one shroud. So I've got one key, the purple key, so it's five shroud. Um, uh, if I have the yellow key, I could. Um, I could uh, get a flashback, but I don't, so I have the purple key. So I'm investigating with uh, four on five, which is bad. So I'm going to pitch in last chance. So I still have one card in my hand because I didn't have a time to uh, discard Empire's weapon. They're still plus four, so I'm eight on five, which should be fine. Skull minus one, that's a clue. All right. Okay, we've got uh, two clues now, and that location is free of clues. I will have to come back to get the flashback if I want it. Second action, I think I'm going to move back to the underground cavern. The, sorry, the unfamiliar cavern. And then I'm probably going to... What am I going to do? Um, I'm tempted to... Either draw a card because I've only got winging it. In my, sorry, I've only got improvised weapon in my hand, or to go south. I could discard improvised weapon and ready Duke and move south and then investigate, but it would be pretty blind, and I don't have any icons to. I've got nothing in my hand. Then I'm going to stay there for my third action. I'm going to draw a card. Uh, great! It's a glimmer of hope. I've got a solitary glimmer of hope in my deck, which. I mean, it's not an amazing card by its, uh, you know, by itself, but at least if you build your own deck, you can put three in. All right, well, at least it's a, it's a wild icon. Okay, that's my turn. I ready Duke. I get a resource, and we are uh, drawing another card. Oh, it's Liquid Courage. All right. 
Um, okay. So I'm going to place a doom on the agenda. There's two doom and draw a card. Ooh, it's a lurking deep one. All right. So he jumps on me. And it says, after lurking, lurking deep one engages, you take undamage. So we're going to put the damage on me. Um, he is two strength, four agility, two uh, toughness, two, two health. Now, I could just attack with Duke. Or I could use my Derringer. If I attack with Duke, uh, he attacks his base skill of 4 and does plus 1 damage. So it'll be 4 on 2, killing it if I succeed. I've got the Derringer in play, right? So it's got 3 ammo on it. I would be 4 on 2 there as well, and it would do 2 damage. And if I fail, I could uh, put more ammo on it. Um, assuming I kill it on the first, ter- first action, I would then probably want to move down south and, and investigate with Duke. Um, I think I'm going to use the Derringer. So we're going to spend one ammo on the Derringer first action. Um, so fight, you get plus two. So I'm only on four because uh, Pete isn't that great. I don't really want to commit any icons to this. I want to keep that for clues. So um, we will be four on two. Nope. Draw the eldest Elder Thing. Minus three. It's not going well, is it? But if I fail, I can place one ammo, so I get the ammo back. And next time I trigger this ability in this round, I get an additional plus one for the attack. So I'm going to try again. Same thing. I'm going to this magically reloading Derringer. Again, four on two. I really hate these Elder Thing tokens. <sighs> Through the tablet. Tablet is minus two. Okay. So four on two, that's a success. It does two damage, and the uh, lurking deep one dies. Uh, Pete is uh, stunned at his accuracy on the second go. All right, I've got one action left. That could have gone better. I'm going to do what I didn't do last time, uh, which is to use Duke's ability to move south to the one unrevealed location and investigate immediately. Probably a mistake, and yeah, it is a mistake, because it's another underground river. Um, I forgot last time, because uh, I didn't read it properly, but when these come into play, they get partly flooded, but they cannot be fully flooded. So this, the southern location and the eastern location are the same thing, they're the underground river location, and both are partially flooded. Both have two clues on them, because I kind of just abandoned the other one, but I'm going to have to take at least one here. That um, rattling you can hear, by the way, are the wonderful tokens from Buy the Same Tokens that I got following the recommendation on the Drawn to the Flame podcast. Uh, they are ace, and I also have the Investigator player board, which which goes with them, and they're lovely. I would highly recommend them. Uh, you know, they cost quite a lot of money, but it does make the game about 300 times better. Okay, so we've got one, one Investigate action left. There's four and four. That's a bit rubbish, isn't it? Four and four. Can I make that better? I'll ditch a glimmer of um, yeah, ditch a glimmer of hope. There you go. So that's now five on four. I mean, I was hoping for one of the three or two shroud locations, frankly. Five on four. That's a cultist. That's minus two. Oh, if you fail and the location is flooded, take one damage. I've been failing a lot. I told you this was a punishing scenario. Okay, so I take a damage. I don't want to put it on myself, do I? Uh, put it on Duke then. God. Duke's already on one damage and one horror. Peter's on one damage and one horror. So they are living the life. Alright. Well, I've got two clues at the end of the third round. And both the locations in play have two clues on them. And they have four shroud. Alright, this is not going amazingly well. Let's uh, ready Duke. Draw a card and gain a resource. And the card that I've drawn is my basic weakness... And it's a cursed follower. So a cursed follower is is from the new um, Innismath box, and it's a humanoid cultist cursed. Two strength, two health, two evade. Spawn location furthest from you, which is not going to be that far away. It's aloof. At the end of the enemy phase, add one curse token to the chaos bag. So there's two locations, which is. Uh, 
furthest away from me. So I'm going to put this fellow in the underground river that's the one that I'm not at. So that's two moves away if I want to get to him. I probably do want to get to him, but uh, he, I can probably deal with some Chaos Tokens, but I've been drawing absolute garbage from the Chaos Bag so far. All right. Um, that was the end of the turn, so um, I'm putting a third Doom on the agenda, and we're drawing an encounter card. Fractured Consciousness. Oh, God. Test book three. If you reveal a tablet, you automatically fail. If you fail, take two damage. This is the kind of nonsense I was talking about. I've got nothing about that. This is going to be bad. Only the Elder Sign would, would uh, help me here. Well, that's a zero. It's the best thing I've drawn all game, and it means I fail by two. So I take two damage, and I'm probably going to have to put it on myself. I, yeah, I do, because I don't want to kill Duke. Um, fantastic. All right. Um, so we're on three. <laughs> Six damage. Um, uh, okay, well, I really need to get this clue right. <sighs> So the problem I've got is that Duke only investigates at four. So four on four is not great odds, especially with, is it like 15 negative tokens in the bag or something? 14. Um, so I, I've, my hand is still improvised weapon and liquid courage. I do have winging it in the discard pile, if I look in the actual real discard pile. Um, but that's not usable with Duke, so it would, it would be worse than um, uh, using Duke in this location. I've kind of been a little bit screwed by the, uh, the the submerged tunnel. What's it called? Tidal tunnel deck by having two of the four strad locations coming out and the other one being a six strad location. Okay, first action, I'm going to try and draw a card. I've drawn the Grizzly Totem. Okay, well, I could play the Grizzly Totem for a bit. I mean, it takes up the, uh, uh, the accessory slot, but it doesn't, it's not helping me here. What I really need is the newspaper or... Something else, or we just do I just risk with Duke and see what happens? <sighs> but what I don't want to do is draw the uh, the tablet because that would mean that I take a horror, and I'm already horrified. Um, oh, this is awful. Uh, I think I think that I need to draw another card because I'm not I'm not I don't have the hand that I need. I could play the Liquid Courage. It's not very efficient, but um, it's likely that I c it could keep me alive later. Let's draw a second card for the action, second action. Joey the Rat Vigil. Well, fantastic. It does have a, a, a um, he does have a, a intellect icon on him. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm just going to try and risk uh, investigating here. We'll commit. Joseph Vigil to the uh, check. We're using Duke. We're not moving. We're just going to investigate here. Five on four. I'm not hopeful. But let's trust in chaos. Minus one. Yes. Okay. So we get that third clue. All right. Now, I, I can invest. I can uh, advance at any time, essentially. question is, I, I don't want to advance just before the enemy phase, but do I advance at the start of the next turn? Yeah, probably. Let's let's see what happens. So, end of turn, no enemies move. The uh, Duke readies. I draw a card. Oh, it's the Tennessee Sour Mash. Worth noting that Joey the Rat Vigil is not, I don't think it's very, well, it's a situationally good um, uh, ally. But in this case, it, he got me the clue by by throwing himself at the um, at the pit of, at the uh, the Grand River. Okay, um, I've got six uh, six resources, and we are adding a fourth doom to the agenda, and we're drawing a card. So we've got a young deep one. Oh God, the young deep one is such a horrible enemy, especially for an opening scenario. Okay, three three three, uh, hunter. After engaged, you take one horror. That's that's absolutely lovely. I think I'll put it on myself and hope that I can use liquid courage at some point. Okay, now I'm thinking that I... <sighs> I'll 
well, none of the cards in my hand are going to help me here. They're none of the uh, combat icons. I'm either going to use Duke or I'm going to use the Derringer. Um, I think I'll use the Derringer because my hope was to advance at the beginning of this turn. But if I get the um, Amalgam on me as well, then then it's it's sad times. So we'll use the Derringer. We'll use one clip on it. I want to do I? Yeah, use one one bullet. Gonna have four on three on the on the miniature deep one, crawling out of the underground river. Four on three. That's the auto fail token. Of course it is. So I get the um, bullet back. Second action. Try again. Four on three. No tablet. Fail. Um, now I'm in a bad position now. Because he's going to hit me at the end of the turn unless I do something in this action. I've got, I've, I've got my grizzly turtle, which has an agility icon. But my, my so, so I, if I pitch that, I'll be evading at four on three. Is that worth it? I don't want to take damage, so I'm going to try that. I will uh, commit the grizzly turtle to an evasion check, and we are evading four on three. Praying to draw something better than a minus two. And we are... It's the tablet again. And I take one horror. I think I've forgotten to do that a couple of times, which means I probably should be there by now. Um, well, I'm going to put another horror on Duke. But Duke is looking uh, poorly now. Uh, and the problem is, at the end of this, t this is now the enemy phase, and I'm going to take another damage and another horror. Um, I can't put it on Duke, I'll put it on myself. I'm now four damage out of six, and three horror out of five. Well, uh, could I have played it differently? Almost certainly could have played this better. Um, all right, so at the end of the turn, I draw a card. It's Keep Faith, which should be... Yeah, I'm, I'm, mm, I can't play it now, I don't think. So, and then I get uh, seven resources now. And uh, we add a Doom, five Doom, and we draw an encounter card. <sighs> it's Dreams of Real Yeah. I get minus one Will and minus one Sanity, and I can discard it if, uh, if I test Will and have a free action when I'm not dying into a, a tiny little deep one. Okay, well, we're going to try again to get the deep one. He took my entire turn last time, and I'm not very happy about it. Um... I've got no icons worth talking about in my hand. My hand is Keep Faith, Liquid Courage, Tennessee Sour Mash, and Improvised Weapon. As the fast action, I'm going to play Keep Faith for two resources um, before my first action and add four less tokens to the Chaos Bag, if I can find them. So we've got a one, two, three, four. All right, so this evens out my odds a tiny bit. Hopefully. Okay, my Derringer still has the same amount of ammo it had, it had on it two turns ago, because I... Pete is not a marksman. He's firing blindly into the dark tunnels as he splashes around with his soggy doggy near him. Uh, I'm going to attack with the... Shoot with the Derringer, fighting at uh, four on three. Auto-fail. That's the second time I've drawn the auto fail firing the Derringer. Second go, still using the same bullet. I get plus one now because I, I failed, so I'm five on three. Cultist, I think that passes. It passes. It only does two damage though, so it's still alive. Um, but there's now one health left on the young deep one. I've got one action left. I'm going to attack with Duke. There we go, because I can do that now. Because I, well, I was not attacking with Duke up to now because I was hoping to... Well, I, I kept missing the Derringer, but I was hoping to be able to use Duke after killing the Deep One to then investigate, maybe. Let's advance. All right, what am I doing? Okay, attacking with Duke. Four on three. Come on. It's the tablet again. I control the key and I take one horror. I think I'm going to die of horror on the next turn. Well, actually, I'm, I'm definitely dying. No, no, Duke's definitely dying. So everything's gone terribly. Um, okay. So in the enemy phase, the young deep one, uh, still alive, still alive, 
is going to attack me. So I take one health and one horror. Now, if I take one horror, if Pete takes one horror, he's uh, he's defeated. If he takes one health, he's got one health left. So I think Duke has to um, meet his maker, at least uh, be knocked out, let's say, so that the RSPCA doesn't get at us. So um, he, he can take both those hits and keep Pete safe. That was bad. What an absolutely terrible couple of turns. Um, both spent wasting, drawing absolute rubbish from the Chaos Bag, failing to uh, really do anything to the deep. I mean, it's got one health left, but that's, what, six actions to get it down, to do two damage to it. What a terrible situation. All right. Um, we're drawing a card. It's Madame Le Branche. And we are um, getting a resource. <sighs> okay, so we're adding the sixth Doom. I have, in the times that I've played this scenario, this is the worst it's gone, I think. Um, but I've always got the Amalgam out before this point. And I can't get him out with the Young Deep one here. That would be tragic. The problem is now I've got one shot left of my damage, which means I can't kill the uh, Amalgam if it comes out. <sighs> and I've got almost no um, sanity and health. Left. Okay, well... Uh, fine, let's draw a... That's about the rats. This is more rats. Everything's fantastic. All right. Um, okay. Okay. We're going to shoot the young deep one. Excuse me. I'm going to shoot the young deep one for um, the first action. Do I have anything to commit? No. Um, so... We're going to shoot him. That's four on three. We need to hit to kill it. Plus one. Okay. After seven actions, the young deep one is dead. Pete literally empties his derringer into the the body of the young deep one as it submerges beneath the depths. We've still got rats on us, though. For second action, I think I just hit the rats. I've got I mean, I could evade it. Is evading better? No, because he's evading three and three and fighting two on one. <laughs> yeah, fine. Let's uh, evade... Uh, fight two on one. Oh, bless. Okay. So draw a second token. Elder Sign. Wow. I mean, that kind of uh, blessed and Elder Sign combination could have come up maybe eight actions ago and everything would have been way better and Duke would be alive. So obviously that's 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 far too much. Uh, how much is it? Six, I think. Um, and so the blessed token leaves the bag. Case token um, gives me plus two and Duke is readied. Oh, wait, he can't be. Um, okay, I've got one action left. Now, I still haven't advanced and... If I advance now, the amalgam will pounce on me, and I... I've got nothing to evade him with, you see. Now, in the the next mythos phase, the in the next mythos phase, the doom is going to advance. The agenda is going to advance, rather, because there's a seventh doom going on it. And I've... It's a Friday night and I'm very tired and I can't remember what happens at the end, uh, at the back of the first agenda. Um, I think it's it's just that the, the thing starts uh, getting submerged, um, which would be pretty grim with only four locations in play. So the question is, do I play Madame Lebranche? Let's do that. So if I play Madame Lebranche, it gives me some soak. I've got like five allies in this deck and that's uh, one good thing about it. Alright, that was my turn. I draw a card. Oh, I forgot to put Chaos Tokens in the bag for the um, Accursed Follower. What an error. So I, I can't remember how many turns it is. I'm going to say two turns because I'm going to die anyway. But um, I'll put two Chaos Tokens in there. Alright, you probably counted better than I. There's probably like four or five or something. Um, okay, so the, the, the Chaos Bag now has three Blessed Tokens and two Cursed Tokens in it. I've drawn a uh, another player card, and it's Backpack. Well, I mean, maybe. I do want my newspaper or a gun, so I might play the Backpack, but it's... Um, 
yeah, okay, I'm not delighted about that idea. Um, okay, so we got an, another resource, so we're four up to five, and we are putting the seventh doom, so the agenda advances. Well, the uh, flood begins. This is agenda 1B. Your worst fears are coming true. Puddles of water that had barely reached your ankles are rising and joining one another. You scramble to find higher ground, but your efforts are for naught. In a matter of minutes, the water level has risen to your knees and shows no sign of slowing. So we're going to rev uh, increase the flood level of each revealed location. Now, the only good thing really is that I'm in the underground river, which cannot be fully flooded. But the um, unfamiliar caver chamber becomes partially flooded. And the pit of, no, the bone-laden pit gets partially flooded. So, um, the, so to recap, the locations in play are a bone-laden pit in the westmost, then to its right in the middle is the underground, the unfamiliar chamber, then to the right of that is one underground river, and then to the south is another underground river, and all are partially flooded. Until the end of the game, each time a location is revealed, increase its flood level. Keep this card as a reminder. Move on to Agenda 2A. The water rises. Your, very, your every movement is coupled with a loud swishing of rippling water all around you. If the tide continues to rise, the cavern will be completely submerged in a matter of hours. And it's got the same forced effect. And it's got eight doom threshold. Um, Alright, so that was the Doom. I now draw a encounter card. Oh dear. Deep One Assault. Uh, so blah blah blah, it would, I would be attacked by a lot of Deep Ones. If no enemies engage you from this uh, effect, search the encounter and discard pile. Gadek and discard pile for a Deep One enemy. Spawn it, engage with you and shuffle the encounter deck. Uh, Alright, well... I think that the young deep one is the weakest, not the young deep one, the uh, lurking deep one is probably the best call, but it's all kind of nonsense because uh, th if I choose the young deep one, he will engage with me dealing more on horror, and I don't really want that. Um, the lurking deep one is probably what I'm going to do then, so... Hacking Deep One jumps on me, I take a damage. It's going to go on Madame Lebranche. Um, and that's the Mythos phase. So now it's my turn. So I've got four cards in hand. I've got Liquid Courage, Tennessee Sour Mash, Improvised Weapon, and Backpack. Um, now, I don't have any bullets on my Derringer. I could play Improvised Weapon. And I could kind of play it twice, essentially. So if I play it first f first from my hand, I would be fighting two on one. Because the improvised weapon reduces the strength of the deep one by minus one. Uh, and then it would be my discard pile and I could play it again. And then it would be two on one again. Um, that's the only non-terrible thing I can do. I could evade it, but it's three. I'm, I'm three, it's got four. I don't really want to ditch um, backpack on it. So I'm going to try that. All right, so we're going to spend one resource to play Improvised Weapon. What does he grab? I think he grabs a rusty old pipe from underwater, and he tries to smack the Lurking Deep One. So the Lurking Deep One is one strength, uh, and I'm two strength. This is hardly a uh, battle of the titans. All right, here we go. Two on one. Minus one. There we go. The Imperial's weapon does one damage. It goes to my discard pile. And then for my second action, I'm going to play from the discard pile Improvised Weapon. It's the same one. It's the same pipe. Uh, and it's going to be shuffled back following its effects. So if I do succeed, it does plus one damage, but it's only got one health left. So we're again praying for a, a two-on-one. Minus two. What a shame. Okay, um, so I'm going to shuffle... I mean, that was a pretty long shot, to be honest. I'm going to shuffle Improvised Weapon back into my deck. Um, I've got one action left. <sighs> I mean, basically, I can either attack it 2-on-2, two two, 
or I can evade it four on four by pitching bit the back back from my hand uh, to make my agility four. Uh, I mean, I might as well uh, attack it because that doesn't cost a card and uh, it would kill it. Um, but I'm still in this horrible position that I've not been able to advance the agenda, the, the act, partly because I'm afraid and partly because I just don't feel very well set up and I don't. That I tend to start my turns with a horrible enemy in play. Yeah, I've drawn three enemies really on the trot. It's bad. Okay, one action left. Let's just attack it. I've got. I'm just going to check my discard pile in case I'm missing something. I can play from there. Glimmer of hope, but I can't. Uh, oh, it takes an action, of course, it does to put it in my hand. Um, yeah, no, so it's, a, it's a straight attack, punching this time. The the rusty pipe has. Uh, as dented as I failed to hit the deep one. It's fallen in, so Peter's going fisticuffs to try and deal that damage. I need a zero or better. That's a cultist, and so if you fail and your location is flooded, take one damage. I will put that on Pete, so he's got five damage out of six. Okay. Now, as I do that, I've realised that I've made a horrible mistake at some earlier point. Because I've forgotten I have Dreams of Relia in play. In Dreams of Relia, I always miss the second part, which is that it gives me minus one sanity. And I've only got four. I've had four, um, four sanity for a while. So it should have, been, should have been dead a while ago. What I'm going to do is I'm going to cheat a little bit just to get, eke out a couple of extra turns. I'm going to move one of the horror on from myself to Madame Branche and say that I would have put it on her if, if it happened. I don't think that's legitimate. Uh, I mean, it's obviously not legitimate, but I don't think I could have done it even if I wanted to have done it when I last took horror. Um, but, uh, I mean, I'm obviously not going to do pass the scenario, uh, so let's just do that. All right, um, so we failed. In the... Um, enemy phase, I'm going to be hit by the lurking deep one for one damage and one horror. I physically... If he takes any damage or any horror, he's dead. He's defeated. So, Adam Branch takes both. Pete is dragging all his friends and, and, and acquaintances down into these tidal tunnels and just hurling them in front of the deep ones. He's obviously not that brave, unfortunately. Um, yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, all I've got in play is an empty uh, Derringer. It's really... Unfortunate that I haven't drawn anything worthwhile. Well, it's been okay. All right. Uh, so the E, that's the enemy phase. So now we're upkeep, drawing a card. Oh, drawing another Derringer. Okay. And I've got the um, resource. But I'm pretty sure that much is going to get me out of this. We had a Doom, and we draw an encounter card. And it's a second lurking deep one. Well then, I'm being swamped so thematically. Pete is the pre-credit sequence in our horror movie. He's the guy who bites it, and all the monsters swarm on him. So I could play the Derringer, but that would incur two attacks of opportunity, which I can't take. I've got nothing fast in my hand. I I'm just gonna go out swinging. So I'm gonna swing two on two to try and kill the wounded deep one. Two on two attack. <laughs> it's the tablet. So I do the tablet, and I control a key, and I take a horror, and I'm dead. Properly, definitely dead this time. So horrified beyond compare at the uh, gaggle of deep ones that have swarmed on me in the uh, underground river, and Peter's defeated. Um, that was a pretty poor showing, and I'm somewhat embarrassed that I've... That was, this is the first one I've recorded. Um, okay, let's have a quick debrief. Um, I didn't get the, uh, the the tempo well at the start. Actually, at the start is okay, but the point I think where I started going wrong was when I I basically failed a lot of tests in a row, and then I, although I had the clues, I didn't feel I had, I could advance. If I could have advanced, I maybe could have moved around. The problem also is that. Um, uh, I mean, not, not revealing the locations by advancing meant that I had to, um, you know, draw cards and, and none of the cards I drew were particularly useful. But also, I'm sure I could have played some of that better. I'm sure I could have um, maybe set myself up a bit more. I was really reliant on Duke because he's great. But uh, when Duke dies, Ashkan Pete becomes much worse.
Um, how about the cards in my deck then? Well, Derringer was good, but uh, I mean it makes Pete fight at four, which is fine. Um, I, I mean, Keep Faith gave me one blessed token pulled, which uh, put, drew into a Elder Sign anyway, so it was uh, nothing. Uh, last Chance, that was great. Um, it, fit, it fitted in well with uh, Pete's ability to discard cards uh, from his hand to Ready Duke, which I did quite a lot, so that worked all right. Um, what else? Oh, yeah, I did like um, uh, the improvised weapon, uh, and that would have been. That, you know, it was. It's not amazing, but the fact that you get to play it twice and use it twice, and that it feeds well into um, potentially into um, Pete's uh, discard ability, that's good. I just do what I usually do now uh, when I finish a, a game: is to look at the top few cards in my deck to see what would have come up if I hadn't been playing like a, like an idiot. Next was uh, Cherry's Keepsake. That would be good to have in play, wouldn't it? Um, then was. Beloved. Yeah, I have Beloved in my deck. This is that new card from Innsmouth Conspiracy Corset. Uh, sorry, Deluxe uh, Expansion. And um, it allows you to get an auto-success if you draw a blessed token. So I was kind of hope- hoping to be able to play that and see how it, if it works, but it's a bit of a long shot. What else? We've got Gam- uh, Guts, Tempt Fate, Mysterious Raven, Desperate Search. Newspapers, newspapers, six cards in from there. But I didn't, I mean, at that, at that point... What I need are combat cards, and yeah, my deck is a pretty. It's my de- okay, so this, so let's review the deck in terms of its chaotic nature. Um, the things that are fine about it are actually probably the clue gathering stuff. There's quite a lot of ways to get clues, especially whilst uh, Duke is around. It's quite a few icons. Fighting is tougher. Yes, Duke can fight, um, but fighting at base four is not is not phenomenal. Um, uh, the Derringer fights at base four as well, and the Derringer, there's two Derringers here, and that's, you know, without that, I would have been absolutely sunk. Um, could I have got a better opening hand? Possibly. Could I have Mulligan better? Possibly. Um, you know, there are things that, yeah. Well, we live and learn. I do like playing Pete, but his very low health and sanity is, is really um, unfortunate. I mean, I know that with Duke in play, he essentially technically has eight health and eight sanity if you if you add Duke, but um, he's still a bit fragile and his stats are are not really worth writing home about. Okay, well, I may try this again at some point. I may try either this deck again with a different scenario or this scenario with the different chaos deck. But I really enjoy playing the chaos deck. It made me play get cards I've never played before. Um, improvised weapon never played that before. Um, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, Last Chance. I, I mean, I've only just recently brought the Forgotten Age cycle this past month or two. So uh, some of these are cards from that cycle. But Last Chance is great, and I'm, I'm glad I've got it. Um, I kind of wish I'd got Backpack into play. I've never played Backpack. And that would have been good to get some of the Derringer, the newspaper, the Cherish Keepsake, and so on into hand. Anyway. All right. Well, I'm going to stop there. And um, thank you for listening if you've listened this far. And thank you, Broadlove, for the uh, inspiration. So I've been Peredir, and um, uh, maybe I'll do another one of these. But uh, until then, if that happens, keep enjoying Arkham Horror. Goodbye.